0: Is this Becca? Yes. Welcome to Episode 3 of the Chalk Dust Podcast, where teachers talk about their experiences in the classroom. Because once the dust settles, every teacher has a story to tell. This is Kirby Alexander, your host, and today I'm talking with Becca Wilson-West, a fifth-grade science and math teacher living in Mobile, Alabama. I first met Becca back in the spring of 2015 when she was enrolled in my introductory education course at TCU. I got to work with her again more closely during the 2018-19 academic year when she was a graduate teaching assistant for the same class. Over the years, I've gotten to see Becca grow in her confidence and expertise as a teacher, and I'm glad she could join me to talk about how things are going during her first year of teaching. Let's go ahead and get started. Well, Becca, thank you so much for taking some time to visit with me, Uh, and uh, it's great to uh, be able to talk with you about uh, how your teaching's going this year, and so, you know, if it's okay with you, I'm really eager just to jump on in and hear about how your first year's going so far.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So, you know, just uh, tell me a little bit uh, about what you're doing right now, where you're teaching, uh, what grade, uh, what subjects you're teaching, that kind of thing.
2: Yes, so I'm a fifth grade teacher in Mobile, Alabama at a public school um, in Mobile County. It's actually like kind of outside Mobile. It's really closer to Mississippi than it is to downtown. Okay. Um, And I teach fifth grade math and science. So I have a partner teacher who teaches um, ELA and social studies. And so I have two groups of kids that come through my room every day. um, I have 40 kids total, about 20 in each class. Um, And yeah, the school is Title I. It's fully free and reduced lunch. Um, And it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. There's really nothing around it. So it's been definitely different from where I grew up.
0: Oh, wow. That sounds like it is a a completely different world from from Plano, Texas. Um, Yes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So... um, You know, one thing I'm really interested to know about is how you got this first teaching job. You know, tell me a little bit about the story behind that.
2: Of course. This was actually kind of crazy. Um, Obviously, I was moving to a new town, a new state, um, and I didn't really know what I was getting into, Um, but I went through, I put in my application to the school system, and they kind of just, like, told me what was open and Mm -hmm. the different principles call me yeah. um and collier the school that i'm at wasn't even on my radar um i had actually interviewed at two other schools and i have a family friend here in mobile that um teaches at collier she's a fourth grade teacher mm-hmm. and she emailed me and said hey are you interested in teaching fifth grade we have an opening here and i was like absolutely sure so the principal emailed me she said hey let's set up an interview and she was um ready to call me for my phone interview. I was actually in the car on the way to my own bachelorette party. <laughs> and I was going to do it anyway. I was, like, totally prepared. Yeah. And then she just sends me an email out of the blue that same day. And she was like, hey, um, I looked at your digital portfolio, and I'm actually just we're, – we're just going to offer you the position. Wow. And I was like, what? Like, I, I was kind of, like, iffy. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know this woman. I don't know anything about – the school and so I was like okay that's great but like I still would love to talk to you about the job Mm -hmm. yeah exactly I did have a phone conversation with her that afternoon and she told me she was retiring so there was going to be a new principal yeah and so they didn't know who the new principal was and I don't know something in my gut I was like yeah I just I feel like this is this is good and so I accepted it and then here we are but I never actually um, interviewed in person. I did meet the new principal and go in mm-hmm. and sit down with her once she was hired before right. I started. But um, yeah.
0: But at that point, you I already didn't... had the job and had signed a contract and everything.
2: I had not. Um, oh okay. In Mobile. They. I don't know. I only know of this system, but they. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to submit my name to the board, and then I have to be approved. Had to be approved uh, by the yeah. board. And so that was that had not happened yet, but
0: yeah, gotcha. It
2: did like two days, two days after that.
0: So wow, very good. So, yeah. So we'll <laughs> we'll go ahead and just kind of chalk that up as a win for digital portfolios.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if you're listening to this and you're doing that assignment, take it seriously because yes. it really. I mean, that's what got me this job. So
0: that is really cool. That's great. Yeah. So you know, so now you've got the job and just kind of walk me through what are you feeling at this point? Um, are you envisioning yourself in your classroom, you know, maybe meeting your first group of students? So talk about the anticipation you're feeling at this point as you're starting to set things up in your new classroom.
2: Um, a lot of things are going through my head. Um, I had never, I had not even moved to Mobile yet when I accepted the job. So a lot of things were happening um, but once mm-hmm. I kind of got here and got settled um, and met the principal and I got to see my classroom, that's when it really became real. Like, when I walked into my room and she was like, okay, here it is. Like, wow. you're on your own. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and I was like, where do I even begin? Um, but, yes, there. when I stepped into the room, there was a feeling like, wow, like, this is where I'm going to be. Like, I'm the teacher. My students will sit here type of feeling. It was Pretty surreal. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, as I began to go through the, you know, loads of stuff left in that room, (laughs) I realized how much I had to do and how little time I had. I think I had like ten days.
0: Oh my word!
2: From the time that I walked into my room to meet the teacher. Oh my gosh! I definitely was on a fast track, but it all worked out and I got it set up and it was fine. But it was it went quickly from. Wow, this is amazing too. Wow, I have a lot to do.
0: Yeah, oh my god. So Still amazing, yeah. but I have
2: a lot to do. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, you know, and to the uninitiated, 10 days might seem like a lot of time, but to set up a classroom and get everything ready to start your school year, that is that's hardly any time at all.
2: And so, I'm the type of person where I wanted, you know, I like things to be ready and fully yeah. done before I have to start and that I quickly learned that that was just never going to be the case. Right. Like it was going to be a work in progress and it still is. I mean, I'm still adding things to my room, but yeah, it, it was where it needed to be at the time it needed to be. So it worked out, but that's good. Yes.
0: Yeah. in education, (laughs) we always talk about best practices. So maybe, you know, you had to learn good enough practices. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) My,
2: my pedagogy and curriculum was, quickly prioritized over cutesy classroom.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) And
2: when I had to choose, you know, in those 10 days.
0: Yep. Well, that's great. And so, uh, now that you've, you know, you've got everything set up and, um, you know, your room's ready to go, or at least as ready as it's going to be, uh, for that, you know, (laughs) for that point in time, uh, talk about your first few days of school, you know, what it was like when you finally uh, met your students.
2: Well, I met my students about two weeks before school started, which I think is kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Normally, I feel like closer to the first day of school, but ours was like in July, or meet the teacher. Hmm. Um, and we started school really, really early. I know, I think I was the first to start school of most of my colleagues from TCU. Oh, I'm sure, um, yeah. We started August 5th or 6th, I believe. Oh, wow. And so um, my, when my students came in the room, I, like I said, this area was so different from what I was used to that I really like, didn't have any expectations. I knew it was a Title I school, but I didn't really know what that meant mm-hmm. in terms of that area. Um, but I learned very quickly that these students were one a lot different from me because it's Alabama and they all, they all talk like they're from Alabama. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, but also they just it's, um, it's rural low socioeconomic. So it's not urban. Gotcha. So it's totally, it's a totally different type of poverty, I guess. Mm-hmm. And not oh, yeah. all my students are like that, but, um, that was very apparent to me from the beginning. Um, in terms of the first couple of days of school, I truly had no idea what I was doing when I, on the first day of school, like I didn't even know when lunch was, oh. <laughs> uh, I was flying by the seat of my pants, like quite literally. I, just went with the flow. Like I, I had a rough schedule Mm -hmm. and we did a lot of icebreakers. We did a lot of get to know you, but we also had to start teaching on day one. Wow. Our curriculum started day one. It was called week zero. And so I had to teach a lesson on day one. So, which I was actually kind of thankful for because I mean, I didn't really know what else I was supposed to do. All Mm -hmm. I knew how to do at that point was teach a lesson. And, it ended up being really good because it, it I think it showed my students that, you know, I was here for real. Mm-hmm. For those of you that are listening that don't know me, I'm very small. <laughs> I kind of look like a fifth grader. So it was good to kind of establish authority right off the bat. Yeah. But you know, it was it was not the smoothest first week of school, but it it was I got to know my students and they got to know me, so it worked out.
0: Yeah, that's great. You know, and that's so interesting compared to how uh, the school year starts for so many teachers because a lot of times the first few days are kind of like, you know, this is where we keep our pencils. This is how you set up your notebook. Right. This is how we line up for lunch. And uh, to jump right into instruction, that's a, a really different approach, you I know, mean, almost radical compared to the, crazy. Fir- yeah, the first week for so many teachers. So, you know, that's really... Uh, that's really interesting to hear that. Uh, and I don't, you know, I'm not sure I've ever heard that before. That's, that's really cool. So, you know, I imagine in that first week, even though you had to jump in and you know, you're, you're teaching pretty much from day one, I imagine that there was, you know, some sort of a honeymoon period where the kids were kind of just kind mm-hmm. of waiting to see, you know, kind of what, what situation they were in. Uh, and, But, you know, at some point, you know, the kids just kind of start being themselves and that honeymoon period is over and you have to really transition just into the the day to day work of a teacher, you know. So talk about that transition where you kind of had to switch over from getting to know your kids to these are my students and we just we need to get to work.
2: Right, that's totally true. Every Even though I had to teach a lesson, I mean, it was still the first week of school, it was still, here are rules and procedures, let's practice them, let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's walk in a line, let's remember. They're fifth graders, so there's less teaching them how to be people, but more reminding them at mm-hmm. that point right. that you know, in the hallway we don't scream, we don't dance. <laughs> um, but no, I think um, the biggest thing transition would have been just and I guess I don't know just the math I teach math and science and so math math just gets harder and harder yeah. especially in fifth grade and mm-hmm. so I think there was a transition where I remember that we started the first thing that we taught the kids was about volume
1: hmm. and so
2: that was fine you know we got to use cubes and you know measure and that was all fun and then it like quickly went to standard algorithm for division
1: mmm and so
2: it was like from fun conceptual to okay, this is this is going to be real math, and you have to know your you know you have to know your facts, you have to show your work. And I remember when they took that first quiz, and mm. I looked at the scores, and I had never seen lower scores in my life on wow. anything. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow, this is this is the real the, you know like you said the real work. This is where the real work begins, and I had to kind of. Flip the switch and you know, it wasn't all fun and games anymore. It was, yeah. you can't get a 20 on a quiz. Like we have to do better.
1: Wow. And yeah.
2: I think it was seeing that data the first time and really knowing that I had a lot of work to do.
0: Right. Sure. That, that you couldn't just go through the motions of school, but there was like, you had to really help them Right. Act- actually learn what they're there to learn. Yeah.
2: And like my name was attached to the data. Yeah. You know. It mm-hmm. was not just I wasn't a student teacher, I wasn't it was my name with those numbers. Yeah. And and it was just quiz, but you know, everything all those grades, like I didn't want any kid to have a failing grade mm-hmm. attached to my name. So that I think knowing and feeling the responsibility of that was
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> and just in terms of future success, because you know if they don't get it in fifth grade, how does that position them to be ready for sixth grade? and then it just goes right. on it goes on and on and on, so yeah, it's so right. so important. So you know during those uh first couple of months, or you know maybe even more than that, did you ever have that moment where you just stopped and asked yourself, "What in the world have I gotten myself into you know what <laughs> what, what am I doing?" You know, tell me about any moments of disillusionment you may have felt uh, during those those uh, first few months.
2: Um, I don't know if I can like break it down into moments. <laughs> it was more like <laughs> August through October was kind of just one big "What have I done? What am I doing?" And that's not to say that it didn't get better because it did. And, yeah, you know, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you'll ask about that, and I have you know plenty of stories about that. But yeah. Yes, I mean, I I knew it was going to be hard, but I didn't quite understand how hard it was going to be. I think I was spoiled in my student teaching and in my upbringing because I lived in Texas, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Texas does things. Texas does a lot of things wrong, but they do a lot of things right, Mm -hmm. and. Alabama does a lot of things wrong, and they do a lot of things right, but they're all different, it seems like. Right. And so, I was learning a new state, and learning how to be a teacher all at the same time. Ah. Uh, so, not the best um, combination, but I think there were a lot of moments where I looked at a to-do list and just knew there was no way I was going to get everything done. Yeah. And that was hard at first. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm the type of person that likes to finish what I start, but that's just I I really had a lot of growing to do Mm
1: -hmm. in that
2: department. Um, I didn't, I I have my husband here and his sister, but that's really all the family I have here. Uh, So I was starting to feel the brunt of homesickness
1: as well. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, So that was hard. Um, And, you know, in the age we live in, in social media, everybody puts their best on social media. So to me, it seemed like, All my friends were, you know, having these great first years and, you know, all their kids were great and they were doing amazing. And so to me, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be feeling these feelings. I should be feeling so excited. And, you know, should I, I, am losing my passion, but none of that was true. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've talked to so many of them now and they were all feeling the same thing that I was feeling. We just didn't talk about it. Um, and so I, I, I think now, looking back, I know that those moments were good,
0: mm-hmm. and that
2: something good came from them. And I still have those moments. I actually had one of those moments like two nights ago. So,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have I
2: done? I'm not ready <laughs> to go back after this break. But yeah, um, and I know that I have team teachers that have been teaching 20 years, and they still have those moments.
0: So, yeah. exactly. But
2: yes, it was it was a lot harder than I expected.
0: Oh for yeah. Sure. And so, you know, how did you work through those feelings? You know, uh, what were some of your strategies or some of the, the self-talk or, you know, whatever it happened to be that really helped you kind of when you would feel those, those emotions or that sense of disillusionment rising up, you know, what do you do to uh, address it?
2: I think at first, I, I took a lot of it home with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I took work. I didn't, I, I stayed late. I got there early. I tried to do, you know, I tried to just work it off,
1: Yeah. so to speak.
2: And that just made it worse. Um, cause I still didn't get everything done cause you just never do. Mm-hmm. But, um, there was a distinct moment where, and I will never forget, it was in October and we were giving a test and it was I think it was something, it was probably something to do with fractions because that seems like it's all we do in fifth grade. But I remember that my kids were not getting it. And I was so frustrated as I walked around during the test. And I just like lost it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When they went to PE, I was just like, I lost it. And I walked into my other, th- other two teachers that teach math and science
1: mm-hmm. into
2: their room. And I just was like, I've just lost it. And they were like, so they were just so kind to me, so compassionate and like moms to me. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment where I was like, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, it was, it's all, it, I mean, it, it was one of my lowest points, but I felt like I had people. Yeah. That were on my side.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, they were feeling some of the same feelings I was feeling and they were veteran teachers. And I think I had just held it in for so long that, now, when I'm feeling that way, I I feel like I can go and talk about it with people who understand, mm-hmm. um, and I think that was the biggest change for me. A lot of my, my whole fifth grade team is veteran teachers. They're all 20-plus years experience.
0: Oh, yeah. That's and great. And so,
2: um, at first, I was kind of bummed because I wanted to make some, you know, friends. <laughs> but <Right. laughs> it ended up being really, really good for me, so... Um, I think just using that outlet was, that was a turning point for Mm -hmm.
0: sure. Yeah, that's great. I can really, uh, relate to those feelings of, of trying to, trying to outrun the problem by just working a lot harder. Right. And, you know, I think, you know, you may not be here at that point yet, but you will be at some point. It may take a year or two years, you know, but it may, it may be next year of where, you're able to just like set those boundaries and walk away from, from work on the weekends and in the evenings, mm-hmm. you know, and so just kind of do work at work and as, as much as possible. I don't think I ever got to the point where I just didn't have to bring stuff home, but at least minimize it. And that helps a lot.
2: Yes. I am yeah. looking forward to when I can set that
0: boundary. for my- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good boundary. <laughs> So, uh, you know, one thing I remember when I was in my first year of teaching, you know, and I think I still do this a lot is I'm always evaluating myself while I'm teaching uh, throughout the course of the week when things are going on, you know, and so uh, have there been any uh, areas of your teaching, you know, whether it's dealing with behavior or routines or actually, you know, just actual instruction where you say, you know, I'm definitely doing this differently next year when, you know, it might be too late to start it now just because the train's moving and it's, you know, kind of, it might be too hard to hit a moving target. But when we start next year, I'm doing some things differently. Are there any things, uh, like that, that where you say next year, you know, we're starting off on day one and I'm going to get this started, right?
2: Yes. Every day there's something where I'm like, next year's going to be so much better because of X, Y, Z. Um, one of the things, for sure, is, like I said, on that first day, we started teaching, and so I feel like I'm, I used that as a cop-out to not have to do some of the behavior management procedures, oh, setting yeah. strategies because mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I wanted anyway. Right. So I was like, well, great, I can just teach this lesson, and it'll be all good. And that came back to bite me, because I never really set those ex- expectations. Right. Uh. We just kind of did more general, you know, routines, mm-hmm. and so I definitely have some plans in place for more explicit behavior management strategies. Mm-hmm. Although, really, my kids are good in mm-hmm. terms of discipline. Right. Um, I probably i I would say they were much more disciplined in the beginning of the year than they are now, mm. as they're getting closer to middle school. Which I know you have boys that are around those age oh yeah that age mm-hmm. and it gets dicey second half of first, fifth grade oh, yeah. leading into middle school um but I definitely think that maybe setting more just more of a authoritative position I would do again there's just several routines that we've tried to set throughout the year we're using a brand new curriculum this year the whole school is hmm. for math so everybody was starting with something new not just me um and so we're learning as we go with the curriculum and there's, you know, just several things we we want to do differently with that. And I don't know. I would just say, yeah, there's just several procedures that I have changed throughout the year that I would love to just consistently use from the beginning. Yeah. Um. I think, I don't think that it's really been that much of a problem with my class because my class has gone through so much change this year anyway. Oh yeah. I've, I've lost four kids and gained six or something over the time of oh, since wow. I started. That's a lot. It of seems turnover. like I can't go. I can't go four weeks without getting a new student or losing a student. Yeah. So my class hasn't had the continuity anyway. Um, but which that's been hard as a first year teacher too. I just feel like I couldn't keep my head above water with. Oh yeah. Even just simple things like filing, like I had to keep changing all my files and.
0: Oh, absolutely. all
2: you know, it would
1: all
0: change. But yes, I, de- I, I think every day I say to
2: myself, I'm going to do this differently next
0: oh, year. Yeah, so no, for sure. And I'm sure that won't change. <laughs> yeah, Yep. I, uh, and, and you probably will do that. Yeah. Forever because I still do it. And I've been doing this for, you know, over two decades. <laughs> so, right. but you know, and, but that's just part of the profession too. You know, so I
2: actually use my Google Drive account that I used in college, like, at school. Oh, yeah. I do still on, on Google Drive. And so when I pull up, all my morning slides are on Google Drive. So every morning when I pull them up, occasionally one of your lectures will be, like, the first thing <laughs> before my slides because you have edited it or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so it'll pop up on my screen, and my kids will be like, what is that? <laughs> is why are educators so important in today's society? Or <laughs> like, why? <fine. laughs>
1: but oh my I
0: always gosh. think this
2: makes me think of how you change. You still change. Too, oh, yeah.
0: So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> if you were to go look through those slides, I have, yeah, I, I edit. I've edited them so much. Sometimes like literally right before class starts or even after classes started <laughs> while the students are on, a, uh, you know, discussing something. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that never changes. That's hilarious. So my slides are, you know, my slides are even famous in Alabama. That's
2: They do. They pop up.
0: Yeah, that's life goals right there. That's awesome.
1: It's really funny. That's, really funny.
0: <laughs> that's cool. So, you know, when you think about look, you know, I know you're still in the middle of the first year, you know, you're not you're not even done yet, but you know, what do you think when you Look back on this first year of teaching uh what do you think you're gonna remember the most
2: i think I think I'll never forget my first group of kids and I do have two groups of kids I have my homeroom and then you know I have another homeroom mm-hmm. but they're all my kids yeah uh, I think I don't think I'll ever forget them they're they're just amazing um and they've been just a group they've been a fantastic group as a first-year teacher they've just been respectful and i think they have had first-year teachers before and so there are a lot of new teachers that come through mobile county so
1: mm-hmm.
2: they've just been they've been really good um i think i have an amazing mentor teacher um who has just been incredible and obviously i'm not going to be done working with her but i think her impact on my first year has been really important Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just silly things that I'll remember, like this year, you know, I I don't know how familiar you are with TikTok, um, the app.
0: Enough to know but, how to avoid it.
2: <laughs> right. But that's been a big um, thing that we've had to deal with and just some, some things that I never thought I would have to have conversations with 11-year-olds about that I've had oh, yeah. to have that mm-hmm. are, are just things that you won't ever forget. Um so, yeah. I, there's there's silly things, and then there's, you know, there's big moments. There's moments where I feel like I've had a really, really good lesson, and I've connected. A lot of times, actually, even though I'm, you know, really into math, a lot of times those moments come in science. Hmm. We do a lot of really, really fun hands-on experience, experiments, and yeah. I think I see that they, they, like, love science. They always beg to do science because it's so fun. And we recently on Friday, last Friday, we did the Diet Coke and Mentos outside, talking about chemical reactions, oh, yeah. and that was just their faces, like when they when it when it exploded. That mm-hmm. those are just the moments that you know, like I, yeah, I I created this learning experience for them. Nobody else. So those are kind of just the real moments, and then you know, just seeing like I don't uh, I don't remember ever feeling more surreal than seeing my name on the data chart like in the hallway with my kids data and Mm -hmm. we use a we use a program called Mm iReady um and it's an online program that where they take diagnostics and then it it tracks their growth um very similar to like the scantron test Mm -hmm. and that growth was projected and you know my class had a lot of growth and that's truly, you know, indicative of the teacher. And so that was pretty surreal to see my name with my classes growth and Oh yeah. Just little things like that. I'll never forget that moment. Just seeing my name up there and Yeah, just being the teacher, being the one in charge.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
2: No, it sounds silly but it's crazy Mm -hmm. when when you're you go from just being in the classroom with a teacher to being the teacher. Yeah, I don't
0: know. <laughs> that's really Everybody cool.
2: Everybody
0: says that, but it is true. Yeah. Yeah. For better or for worse. Yeah. That's right. A, that's really cool. Well, that's uh, a really great place to end, Becca. I really uh, am so encouraged to hear that your first year is going well, even when it feels overwhelming uh, that you're hanging in there. Uh, you're bringing your best every day. Uh, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your uh, busy first-year teacher schedule uh, to talk to me and to share something about this experience.
2: Of course. I hope that it can be encouraging for those who are going to go through it next year and the next, and that it's okay to have those feelings, but at the same time, it all turns out in the end, and we're changing kids' lives.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. All right, well, take care.
2: You too.